2: What's up, guys? Welcome to another episode of the No Gimmicks Podcast. I'm your humble host, as always, Brady Leonard. Hopefully, you guys are having a terrific week. Uh, Great show for you today. I was joined by my brother, Clint Russell, a host of Liberty Lockdown. Always a a great time talking to Clint. And uh, he was generous enough to take some time away from uh, defending his good name to talk some politics on the show today. He's uh, dealing with the latest uh, unserious clown show of a Twitter mob coming after him. So he took some time away from from that to join us today i think you guys will like it was a great conversation uh guys if you haven't already uh, please follow us on twitter at no gimmicks pod to subscribe on itunes soundcloud spotify wherever you get your podcast make sure to subscribe if you are an itunes user please take a few seconds to leave us a five-star rating and a good review We'd really appreciate that and if you like the show and want to get involved you can uh support us monthly over on patreon patreon.com slash the no gimmicks podcast all right without further ado the great clint russell <laughs> Alright, guys, we're here with my brother Clint Russell. Clint, thanks for doing this, man. How you been? Uh,
1: God. <laughs> just I like honestly, I'm good, but like the past 24 hours has been hell. So I'll we can get into it. I'll explain.
2: Let's, let's talk about it, man. Why uh why are the gremlins coming after you, buddy?
1: Yeah. Uh so full context. Thaddeus Russell did an interview or he he sent out some tweets in July of twenty twenty one that Everybody in our community hated. And he reached out to me afterwards and said, hey, no one will talk to me. Would you be willing to have me on so I could explain, you know, the full context of of my take? Right. And I said, hey, I'm scheduled with Eliza Blue tonight. If you're interested in having, you know, real pushback from someone who's an advocate to protect kids from predators, uh, here's your opportunity. I'll allow you to, to, you know, Clash head to head with what I thought was the polar opposite in terms of, you know, ideology or whatever. And uh, and he said, OK. And then I asked Eliza and she at the time, I, I thought she was kind enough to say OK to that, too, because I really thought that, you know, everything on her was or about her was on the oven up, up, too. So I bring them on. And now a 45 second clip from a two hour discussion in which I am extremely concise about my opposition to pedophilia is now being portrayed as me because I nodded during one response. <laughs> is now being portrayed as <laughs> as me uh, endorsing or supporting grooming or something. I, it's bizarre. It's absolutely bizarre. So, uh, a lot of the people that I had blocked are are using this as an opportunity to try and you know tear me down. And it is what it is, man.
2: Unbelievable, man. I mean, you have so many conversations with uh, just a wide variety of people, you know, yeah. long form, an hour, two hours plus sometimes.
1: Yep. Just <laughs> Believe me, your your exasperation <laughs> matches my own. I, I can't believe it. I really can't. And especially because, you know, in it, I I make it very, very clear. You know, I think pedophilia is evil. I go so far as to say, like, my knuckles would break if I were to walk in on anything yeah. like that. Like that's verbatim what I say, you yeah. know? And, and I'm like, I'm trying to, even though I want to have a nuanced conversation, I also realize that because of the nature of the topic, I have to make clear, you know, where I stand and I do. Um, but it just doesn't matter because it's 45 seconds. And
2: just, and, and just the fact that it, it was a podcast with Eliza too. It's just like, it's just the perfect storm. Yeah. The perfect yeah. storm.
1: Yeah. It's like, perfect storm. Send in the wolves, man. Yeah, oh, yeah. Well, gosh. and and Teddy is too, who's been a lightning rod for this very subject. But I mean, the the entire reason I did it is because yeah. I wanted to push back on on his statements. And yeah. and it's just uh, now I understand why people don't have that conversation because even if you do in the opposition stance, people will still find a way <laughs> to make you look bad. It's it's crazy.
2: Dude, you're just minding your own business, trying yeah. to have some fun podcasts, talk <laughs> some shit, like. No.
1: If, for the record, that was not a fun podcast yeah, for me. Yeah, yeah, like, right, right. right. I, I, I didn't even want to do it, but that is, like, he called me up because I, I had met him at some events, yeah, and he yeah. had my number, and and uh, he called me up and said, hey, you know, no one will do this. I know you're the type that values free speech and hard discussions. Are you willing? And I was like, yeah, I'm willing. So there you go. You, you pay a price for it, though.
2: Yeah, I suppose. You'll be all right, man. You'll be, I know. You'll be right. I know. A lot of people have your back. Uh, yeah. Man, that's and great. they should. I didn't
0: they do should. anything. <laughs> I didn't for do anything
2: sure, wrong. Man. My goodness, man. And, and everybody, it's like, yeah, man. I mean, like you're, I can unapologetically say you're one of the good guys. Like, I just, I don't say that, that you know, there's very few people that actually even fit that description. But, Thank yeah, you. man, it's crazy. They'll, they'll come after you for anything, man. Um, yeah. Well, so you got to run here. We're going to do a, a short podcast today. There's a few things we got to get to. Um sure. I actually haven't even talked about this, the most recent police killing, the one in Memphis, where these, we've Mm -hmm. all, at at this point, we've all, unfortunately, I I don't know why I clicked that link, but we all saw the video, heard the audio, um, these five cops beating a man to death. Yeah, Um, terrible. But, like, the aftermath of this, man, like, this is the first time, to the best of my knowledge, and I may be wrong, but it seemed to me, like, after this video came out, the entire political right seemed like like traditional conservatives republicans seemed kind of like open to police reform right like not mm-hmm. like privatization like something we would support but like fox news like your generic right wingers we're talking about like ending qualified immunity for instance mm-hmm. you know and then progressives immediately have to blow it again i mean they, I they did, immediately have to step on a grenade again i mean well, five black cops kill a black guy and then democrats are still like white it's white, it's supremacy, white supremacy it's racism yes. Yes. it's like we could actually make progress on policing, like just a baby step, like qualified immunity, like something everybody right. everybody wants to get rid of qualified immunity. But the Democrats don't want, like the Democrats would rather call Republicans Nazis forever than like end qualified immunity. Like, they, my, like they won't honor, give it up.
1: My honest opinion is that th- this is the the Marxist roots of their yeah. movement, you know, really showing its ugly face. Is like yes. They want to raise the entire system, so like it is not about ending qualified immunity. No, like they they want to destroy everything, and and uh, you know if that's your position, well then keep doing what you're doing because <laughs> it's going to destroy everything. Yeah, uh, it, it just disappoints me. I, if you recall, actually, after the Derek Chauvin incident with George Floyd, um, there was very close to unanimous like. Outrage from the right about that one too. Like, yeah. There was a lot of people on the right that were like, "This is terrible." Oh, yeah. Um, and then they burnt all of the cities for months, and <laughs> and then the right wing was like, "Oh, screw Black Lives Matter and screw all of these people." Yeah. Um. So, I, I you're right. I mean, your assessment is spot on. But it, this is not the first time, sadly. No.
2: Yeah, and and you're right. It is just the Marxist roots of their entire movement coming out. I mean, there's like, it. People need to understand this, and it is sad. Like, I'm not happy about this, but there's just nothing we can really join forces with progressives on. Like, they mm-hmm. just hate us. They, they're they so consumed by their hatred of us. Like, occasionally a leftist will act like an adult. Like, Dennis Kucinich is, is speaking at the uh, the anti-war rally.
0: Right. Um,
2: it, it, you know, but, I mean, he hasn't been in office in 15 years. You know, like, you know, he <laughs> right. kind of got ran out of office by Democrats. You know, it's just like 99% of progressives are, like, wildly pro-war now, you know, because— Russia because Joe Biden's president. It's like you just can't, you can't trust these people to come through on anything. They have no, no, like, they're not standing on any sort of semblance of principles. Their only principle is uh, an insatiable lust for power and to Mm -hmm. dominate the rest of us. So it's like, I mean, if they'll watch cops kill a guy, black cops kill a black guy, and all they can think about is still trying to figure out a way to use race to win votes. You know what I mean? Like, these people are not serious about any of their any no. of the progress that they want to make. I mean, like they, it's, yeah, it's all, it's a joke, man. It's pathetic.
1: Yeah. Well, no, I think they're serious about the progress that they want to make, but it's just not the progress that they right. say they want to make. Right. Uh, yeah. I, it, I mean, I've said this a, a few times over the past couple of weeks, like this is why I struggle so much now to relate to the left at all. Yeah. Um, just because what I see in them is not the left of, you know, my grandfather. <laughs> it's right. like, it's like, this is the left of, you know, Maoism <laughs> like it, it's very it's very concerning the trajectory that they're yeah. on and the things that they seem to to want to see in the world and and I don't really understand anybody that doesn't feel how I feel you know like from our world that just goes like oh no the right you know the left and the right same side of the terrible coin and you're like like really like you can't see <laughs> yeah. you can't see a difference here because it yeah. seems pretty obvious to me that there's like one side that seems to have some semblance of rational thought on occasion, and yeah, then yeah, there's yeah. these fucking lunatics. <laughs> yeah. Know, like, yeah. Just being honest.
2: Yeah, I mean, like maybe it's a good thing, you know, that like progressives and Democrats are so consumed by hatred that they'll never work with anyone to accomplish anything.
1: Yeah, maybe. <laughs> because like maybe.
2: maybe that's actually saving us from a bunch of super evil stuff. Because I mean, well, it's
1: like like if climate. it weren't for World War III, I would agree with you. Right, right.
2: <laughs> right. Like on the climate change stuff. Like, they'd be able to enact a lot of their climate fascism. If, like, because the thing is, they're not, not me, because I'm an anarchist. I'd never support government doing anything. But, like, the natural allies of, like, the climate people are, like, hunters and fishermen,
0: like, Mm -hmm. guys
2: like me. You know what I mean? Because, like, I'm not just sitting in my basement on the computer all the time. Like, I'm hunting and fishing all the time. Whenever I have free time, I'm out in nature. I've observed, like, the migratory fish in the Great Lakes start their spring spawning run, like, a month later than they did 20 years ago. You Mm -hmm. know what I mean? Like, the migratory duck and geese waterfowl migrations start, like, a month later than they used to because of, like, warm winters, cold springs, stuff like that. So it's, like, the people that are actually concerned with, like, climate change are, like, outdoorsmen. (laughs) You know what I mean? But, like, Democrats would never work with any people like that, all these, like, center-right Republican hunters because they, like, shoot animals with guns and drive trucks, Mm -hmm. and Democrats think that's icky. So it's, like, but, like, holy crap, it would be really bad if, like, they built an alliance of, like... All Democrats and also anybody who like hunts, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like that would True. probably be like an unstoppable alliance. So maybe thank God that they are unwilling to work with other people. I don't know.
1: I, I, th- I, no, I agree. I think that's that's part of the reason that the left uh, ultimately is a a temporary victor in in right. the arc of political history is like they they come to power and then they don't just destroy their enemies, but they also consume themselves and
2: yeah, just whittle their base down to nothing, yeah,
1: exactly because it's constant purity tests and it's I mean uh, the libertarians have a part a problem oh. with this to be honest <laughs> oh, yeah. uh, but I think it's just part of like the more radical ideology and uh, you know obviously I side with the radicals when it comes to liberty, but
2: oh yeah
1: yeah the the radicals on the left they uh, they ultimately it's a it's a very it's like a it's like a supernova. It burns yeah. bright, but it but it burns quickly. Yeah, know?
2: I did notice something, a, a positive development last night, um, over on Twitter that that really cheered me up a little bit. And it was when Nikki Haley, uh, who's a former uh, yeah, South Carolina governor, I think. Yeah. Mm. Um. She announced she's run. She's this neocon, ridiculous, you know, old school Republican. She announced she's running for president. Um. And it was let, met with literal nothing, nothing but mockery. I, I mean, oh, across good. the entire political right. And nice. not, just, not just libertarians. Obviously, libertarians can't stand Nikki yeah. Haley, but, like, everyone was mocking her. I mean, just, like, center-right conservatives, like, establishment Republicans. Everybody was mocking this woman. That was not the case a few years ago. She was, like—she exi- was beloved by conservatives mm-hmm. until very recently. But there's no, like—somebody like that. I mean, she was exactly what, like, Republicans were looking for. Like, immigrant woman— hates Iran, <laughs> like well, you know, like
1: a traditional perfect like neoliberal yeah yes template.
2: perfect neoliberal leader, you know she'll uh, debate over the top marginal tax rate and then talk about bombing Tehran, you know what I mean, but there's no appetite for that, like I'm not saying there's no That's appetite tre- for tremendous. neocons like there are there is still an appetite for neocons in the Republican party, but like it's It's waning, man, like nobody's giving her a shot at all. Nobody wants it from like any corner of the Republican party. I was like well, that's that's kind of a beautiful thing. <laughs> you know like I don't think it's gonna be a long time. It's gonna be a generation before like a a two thousand and ten republican can, i I agree can with you. win and like that's I mean that's great i mean i I think we have to take that as a win
1: well i I agree with you in terms of like what a Republican in rhetoric might run on. Right. I think the the concern is that. If you, you know, espouse the more libertarian, non-interventionist stance, and yet you aren't one of them, like, you, we could still get a neocon right, right, right. from the Republican Party in there. Like I Absolutely. I, it's TBD on Ron DeSantis as to whether or not, if he were to become president, if he would actually, you know, be as good as we might hope, <laughs> you know? Right, right. Um, so I think, yeah, but I agree with you. Like, it's tremendous progress that, like, the populist right, they no longer want this stuff. Yeah. Like, it's just, I think that they've, I, I've had on, you know, a bunch of high profile conservatives, including Jesse Kelly over the past week. And it's like, yeah, I, I asked them because I'm not as in touch with the right wing basis. They are, you know, he's got a national, you know, conservative radio show. And he's like, yeah, they, they're awake. Like they get, they get yeah. this pretty, pretty hardcore. Yeah. I mean, so many of them had either, you know, children or relatives that were in one of the wars on terror. Yep. Um, and they know, you know, how fruitless it was and and how how many lies were leveled to get us over there. So, I yeah, I think I think that's that's really hopeful. This is another reason I say, you know, I I can relate to the right a lot better these days because they seem less interested in warfare and they seem less interested in the war on drugs. Um so, you know, those were those were probably my two biggest complaints about them and those seem to be diminishing. So, that's good. Yeah, for
2: sure. I mean, we're going to have a whole new set of problems with like the the populist republicans the new right republicans when they eventually oh, yeah. take power you know what i mean because like the yeah. blake man, i mean they all got wiped out in these last in this last election unfortunately cuz they you know they would have been better than the democrats but like you know when like the blake masters type guys eventually take over the Republican party and like win the presidency and stuff like i don't know when that's going to be but it'll happen eventually like that movement will gain power at some point in the future Mm -hmm. and like we're gonna have a whole i mean they have an authoritarian streak too obviously they they have they mess up on a lot of things
1: but they've been talking about banning porn
2: right Right. but it's like they're just not as bad as nikki haley like they're just not like it's just like even like the they want to ban porn, all these ridiculous things. It's like, they're just not as bad as Mitt Romney. Like they're not as bad as the neoliberal war hawk Republicans of the last generation. So Mm -hmm. it's like, I mean, like, or maybe, I don't know, maybe, maybe they take power and turn into something awful that we can't, you know, that we can't foresee. But it's like, it seems to me like we're just going to be able to work with JD Vance a lot easier (laughs) than Nikki Haley. You know what I mean? Like I I do feel like, of course. Yeah. Yeah.
1: No, yeah, it's it's progress. There's no doubt. It's, uh, but I I share your concerns. I, I honestly I thought that they had like moved past that, but as I've seen some of the Daily Wire people, you know, come out and just totally you know misappropriate libertarian ideology oh, yeah. to make to make their points, and you're like, oh yeah, you guys are still scumbags. Like, okay, I get it. I see I see what's happening, and and then the fact that it's become popular to talk about banning porn and. And I'm like, I'm like, this is just incredible to me. Like you guys, you guys under, like I know you've learned the lessons about prohibition and their failures. Like I know you I know you have to a large extent. How could extent. you not have? I mean yeah, it's So self-evident. And yet um when it comes to, you know, oh, this is bad morally. I think that, you know, too many kids are addicted to it. We gotta ban It's like, oh, so prohibition does work. Okay. Um <laughs> I just I don't know. It's it's tiresome.
2: I mean, I I will say if if you guys if, you know, you and and Dave Smith and all these guys that took over the Libertarian Party, if you guys accomplish nothing else other than this, it's still a major victory. True. Because like now the, the people running the LP aren't these ridiculous clowns who like will draw no moral distinction between anything.
1: Yes. You know I mean? so like, no, you're, that's such a great point.
2: <laughs> because it yes. wasn't—I mean, you, got, like, you guys had the correct view. Like, no, don't ban porn. Also, like, don't be a sex worker, because that's awful for you yes. right? as a human yes. being. It's yes. not like, nope, everything's morally neutral, and as libertarians, we can't have opinions. It's
1: like, whoa, oh, man, man. that's
2: ridiculous. Like, nobody actually lives their lives like that.
1: Yeah, well, I, I got stuck into debating some ethos. Uh, a week ago. I'll leave her name aside because I don't want to give her any more shine. Um, but she was saying that she hated the Mises Caucus, blah, blah, blah. So I just stepped up to be like, all right, give me your complaints. Let's see if you actually know anything. She didn't. Um, but yeah, <laughs> this is this is the type of things that that I think are, you know, she was saying like, why, why are you guys, you know, saying anything negative about all these girls with OnlyFans accounts? And I'm like, because I think it's bad for them. Yeah. <laughs> like, it, it's very straightforward. I'm not calling for it to be made illegal, and I'm not calling for the state to come down and, and imprison them. I don't even want them to be taxed, for God's sakes. Right. <laughs> However, right. I think it's a bad life choice. Yes. That's it. And and same with drugs. Want them to be legal? Don't think you should do most of them. Yes. Um. So, I, it, I don't even know why this is such a, like, revelatory distinction. But, yes, this is why the Mesopotamia has had to get involved, because— Apparently, it has to be said. We don't want the state to <laughs> to do it, but also you probably shouldn't. Yeah, there you go.
2: Yeah, I mean, only only somebody with severe autism would would fail to recognize the wisdom in that. I, uh, I you probably haven't seen this headline from the Washington Post because you're dealing with your own <laughs> with your own stuff this yeah, morning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, uh, but this is a just get ready for this one, buddy. Uh, this morning, the Washington Post published a piece <laughs> titled "This is this is actually the headline." Uh, quote, the GOP base is still resentful over the COVID response. Still, still resent. A little, re- we're a little resentful. I mean, that's, just, I don't know why they're just claiming it's the GOP
1: base. Yeah. But what's like, the What's the context? I don't even understand.
2: Oh, it's just like, oh, why won't they let it go, man? It's oh, so, oh it's really? It's so long
1: <laughs> ago. Yeah. It's like it just ended. It are still, the National <laughs> Declaration of Emergency ends in May, Three months from now, of course, we're still upset. What are you I talking about? I mean, people about? are
2: still destitute and killing themselves at record <laughs> yes. rates. I
1: mean, yeah, my, I'm a little. My, my kid still can't speak clearly because he didn't see a human face for two years. <laughs> yes. Yeah, we're upset still. Yeah,
2: a little resentful. The Democrats tried to end capitalism and turn the country into the USSR <laughs> while destroying children, ending hundreds of thousands of small businesses.
1: Oh, my God. Driving
2: people to suicide. Forcing people out of work for resisting an experimental vaccine.
1: That literally turning
2: neighbors against neighbors for political gain. You know what I mean? Like, literally trying to turn this yeah. into the Soviet Union where you're, like, ratting out your coworkers for not yeah, wearing your, a mask.
1: Or your you know what son. I mean? Or yeah, your son, like, yes. Yeah, they, they divided us terribly. I, oh, God, I didn't realize what the framing on that was because yeah. it's just so <laughs> nonsensical. But, yeah, yeah, I would be, I mean, I guess it's, almost progress that they're at least acknowledging that there is genuine anger over what transpired. Cause like before they just framed them as like conspiracy theorists, lunatics, yeah. you know, now, now they're like, Oh, these, these are human beings that have feelings, you know, yeah. like, I guess we're getting our humanity back at least. <laughs> I don't know. I'm trying to find a silver lining here. <laughs>
2: yeah. I mean, it's, I mean the absolute balls on the Washington post though. I mean, that yeah, is
1: true. Like, true.
2: That is, and you know, Silver lining, I guess, would be that they're kind of setting the groundwork for them to totally flop on everything. Right. Like they're going to they're going to have to look back and say, yeah, it was all a mistake. You know, the lockdowns, everything it killed people, it, it destroyed the global economy. I mean, how many people have died across the planet because we chose to destroy the West? It's decided to destroy the global economy.
1: I mean, it's we, like we, we don't we won't have a body count for years because it's still happening. There's I mean, still think, people that are dropping dead over this.
2: When we talked about supply chain problems in the United States. I mean, yeah, supply chain problems are annoying because you might not be able to get, like, whatever you want at Whole Foods for a week. Right. But, like, supply chain problems wipe out third-world countries.
1: Exactly. I yeah. mean, like,
2: 500,000 people have died in the war in Yemen, and, like, 90% of those were from starvation, not from bombs and guns.
1: Yeah, I mean, like, or, or or dehydration because yeah. they can't get pure water because they've blown up yeah. their infrastructure. Yeah, no, you're right. I mean, this is... It's horrific, man. It's horrific what what was allowed to happen under the... And this is what makes it the most gaslighting, infuriating, insanity-creating uh, decision was that it was under the pretext of if it saves just one life. And, yeah, yeah. and this is what I'm sure you, yourself and, and me and everybody else that had any sort of rational thought was screaming in the summer of 2020. This is going to kill way more people yeah. than it saves. And you know to pretend as if it, if it saves one life... We have to do whatever you say is the worst possible thing to think. And yeah, it's, it's very, it's very upsetting that like when you know it in real time and you're like one of the lone voices in the wilderness, just saying like, turn back, there's a cliff ahead uh, and no one listens. It's, it's tragic, man. But, this is what the life of libertarians. Yeah. <laughs> this is how it goes.
2: Yeah, man, and the, the piece in in the Washington Post is hilarious. I'll tweet it out once the show's out. Yeah, uh, for do. anybody who hasn't seen it, but um, it's like they're they're focusing on like Kevin McCarthy and like House Republicans. They're like, why why won't these guys just let it go? Why are they trying to like investigate Fauci? Like right. why? Like it was it was so long ago. It was like yesterday. Why are these white supremacist Nazi fascist <laughs> scum still resentful? You know, it was so long yes, ago.
1: Exactly. Exactly. It's like,
2: the absolute we, balls on these people, man.
1: We, yeah. We've indoctrinated their, their children into uh, you know, gender dysphoria, and, and <laughs> their, their youngest can't speak clearly because of Dude. the not seeing any human faces. Oh, and also uh, they had to shut down their business, and also uh, his wife was laid off because she, re- she refused uh, forced medical treatment. Oh, and then uh, his, his uncle... I uh, had a heart attack in the air because of forced treatment. And then, uh, yeah, why are they upset? Why are they upset? <laughs> why are these people so irrational? It's Yeah, it's crazy, God. dude.
2: And it's not, you see some of the comments, and they're like, oh, we got to forgive these people. It's not about forgiveness. Like, I'll forgive anybody, man. Like, I'm a Christian. Yes. I forgive everyone. God forgave me. I will forgive anybody for anything. I love
1: it. I love it.
2: But that does not mean you let tyrants off the hook. That doesn't, like, right. Like, forgiveness is not like a legal distinction on earth. Right. guess like you forgive, like, <laughs> I'm not God, you know, like, yeah, we aren't living yeah, yeah. in heaven, like, at, this is, like, we still live on this planet, like, you I don't, think, like, forgive yeah. a murderer for murdering your wife, you go kill him, you know what I mean? Like, it's right, not right.
1: like... That, no, so, that's, it's, a, that's an important distinction, because I've tried to express that, and I guess because I don't have the the Christian or the biblical background to explain it, uh, that does a good job of explaining it, like, like, I am capable of forgiving everybody involved in this, like personally, but at the same time, like there has to be criminal repercussions for the people who, you know, directed us down this path from the highest levels. Like they yes. have to go away because you cannot have these people running free to destroy the world. Like they're yeah. I I view them as an existential yes. threat to humanity. And I'm I don't feel as if I'm overstating it at all. They prove um,
2: themselves to be an existential threat.
1: Thank you. So I just don't even understand why this is a debatable point. It's like, I'm not, I'm not still, I mean, sure, I still have a little bit of rage over what transpired, right. but like, like more than anything, I just want to see us improve moving forward. Um, and we can't do that as long as these people are just like gently stepping down in, r- into retirement for their, you know, basically cloned image to just replace them. Cause that's what's happening. Right. Uh, and that, that can't be allowed to happen.
2: And the same thing, and not just the people at the top, not just the politicians and the bureaucrats, but it's like, I'm not saying we need to arrest journalists, but the press needs to face the same reckoning. I, I, mean, like, these I people agree, can't, dude. Like these outlets can't exist. Like they can't still be like, you know, respected by any portion of the American people like these, like the New York Times, Washington Post, all these people need to go away forever. It's like, you can't mess up lockdowns that killed thousands. Like yeah. you can't like you can't get that one wrong. It's like the, the same people that pushed the Iraq war. It's like you can't do that. Like you can't just like buy whatever Colin Powell's telling you and then well, still exist as a journalistic outlet. Like yeah, at well, some D- point, David from people... still.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know? yeah, there's I mean, there's so many examples of, of yeah. this, this where I mean, we have real empirical evidence that like. You got everything wrong and you're still chiming in on like the war in Ukraine. Like what are you doing? Why are you still respected? John Bolton, all these all these like war criminals. Um it, it's tough though, because you know, I think bad opinion, like this is really a a judgment of us as a civilization more than it is of these individuals, in my opinion. Because in a in a functioning society, someone who's been demonstrated to be so full of shit that you can't like that you that you kind of want to see them imprisoned even though like this is a free speech issue ultimately right. and like you're allowed to be wrong you know right. i think that you're a terrible person but i still don't think that the state should put like david frum in prison necessarily it's just no. like but it's uh why is it that our civilization why our our culture isn't one that says oh you let us down a terrible path we're never going to listen to you like and not just that you have to live in shame forever like that That's that's how you actually deal with these things. But because there's no like counter narrative, I guess, in the in the mainstream news world, the vast majority of people just they don't even have that perception that like, oh, Condoleezza Rice and, you know, Dick Cheney and all these people are like terrible. And also the the you know, the writers that lied about everything to get us into these should be reviled.
2: Yeah, they should at least be unemployable. Yes. They should at least have to yes. change professions. Like I'm not like I'm not even saying I, I want them to live a, a awful life or you know be poor and destitute. Oh, I kind of want them to. But it's like to. well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but but you can't write for the New York Times anymore. <laughs> like,
1: no, dude, you can't well, do that. This is the this is the terrible part. Is like it's not just that, but y- you also have the people who were directly responsible in the warfare yeah. that now work for these same news agencies that lied to get us into the wars. Oh, yeah, it's a complete revolving door between. You know, the military industrial complex slash deep state slash the spying apparatus in this country, which shouldn't even be a thing. And and the media. And then, like straight they, to, and
2: then they're uh, John Brennan's a CNN contributor. You know, it's like yeah, a, they them. go straight from the CIA to CNN.
1: Yeah. yeah they, I, well, I wrote, they go straight from perjuring themselves in front of Congress to <laughs> perjuring themselves every night on the on the news. Yeah. It's it's incredible.
2: You know, it's crazy. I wrote it and we'll, we'll end here. I know you got to run, man. But I wrote a sure. piece for Independent Institute. a while. I don't think it's come out yet. I have to check on that, but um, none of the lockdown governors were punished in the midterms. All the all the governors that yeah, locked down their terrible, states dude. won re-election, and a lot of them won re-election. Huge. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like my governor, who's a Republican, Mike DeWine, was one of the not as bad as like Cuomo and like trying to lock people down sure. for months and months, but he locked down the state hard. Like yeah, there was that, like a curfew in Ohio. I was locked in my home. At we're so point. screwed. <laughs> he won re-election by twenty-five points. Gretchen Holy Whitmer, shit, dude. yeah, dude, he won. Gretchen Whitmer in Michigan, and she's the governor of Michigan. Michigan's a swing state, man. Like Biden won it, Trump won it four years before. Like it's a, it's a very closely divided state, dude. She won in a blowout. It was like twelve points. It's like, and she's the crazy lady who wouldn't let you use a boat, and when her husband was the only one allowed to use a boat. She shut down. She wouldn't allow uh, uh, stores to sell seeds to plant in your garden, which is like. I don't know, right? unless no, there's, like, a cartoon version of a villain. Why would you even do that? Like, that's, like, <laughs> She cartoonishly... literally looks like Cruella Deville, <laughs> Dude, she creeps me out, man. There's something yeah. about that woman, man. She's just, like, oh. she's got the crazy she's... eyes. Man, yeah, it's not she's... good. Her face but it's, is And she wins in a poor. blowout. It's, like, I don't know, man. We have a lot of work to do <laughs> because, apparently, no. like, if, if people have, like, people have a major tolerance to fascism problem in this country, yes. man. It, it was wild. You'd think, like, a few of these people would have been voted out of office. A few of them would have been punished. Maybe yeah, in man. New York. I mean, they, in New York, they killed 10,000 old people. You know what I mean? You'd think like, I don't know. No, none of these people were punished. None of them well, were held accountable.
1: This is why I'm so convinced that that ultimately we are, you know, either doomed or blessed with peaceful secession eventually. Is that, uh, and, and honestly, this one makes a little bit more sense than like, reviling the lying news people that got us into wars yeah this one makes more sense because so many people fled the worst lockdown states that they then went to the they saw the governor that may have also had some sort of lockdown policy but it wasn't as bad and they said yes i like i'm going to re-elect this person because i fled to get something better um even though it was still bad and i'm i'm in that position desantis briefly locked down i still was like way better i like i stay in power please um so uh, but the blue states are just toast, dude, because yeah. they lost millions of people who value to some extent. And many of them value liberty to a very high extent, so much so that they were willing to uproot their entire lives and flee the goddamn state. Yeah. Yeah, dude. Like those people, um, once you lose them and you already were a blue state, well, then you become a hard blue state. And yeah. I just I think other than, you know, economic calamity. The the Democrats are going to just have a complete reign of terror over, you know, the Californias, the New Yorks of the world for a very long time. And it's going to get very, very ugly. Uh, yeah. The really tragic part is because they have so much of our uh, our industry when it comes to technology and innovation, um, they're going to be able to last a lot longer than they should. Yeah and yeah. also they they have such a positive relationship with the federal government because they are completely in lockstep when it comes to the tyranny that they're trying to propagate that you know they will be bailed out they'll I mean they'll be kept on life support for a very long time which as you know yeah. with any Austrian economics background well if you provide stimulus to a screwed up system it's just going to extend and right. increase the day of reckoning so i i think that ultimately i mean and, and while i'm saying all this you still have a Ever increasing, exponentially increasing amount of homelessness in most of these yeah. states. Oh yeah, and it's it's going to get really bad, dude. Really yeah man. Bad.
2: Yeah man. I couldn't agree more, brother. I know you got to run. Thanks for doing this, man. Before you go, plug your Twitter, the show, everything.
1: Sure. Uh, at Liberty Lockpot on Twitter. Uh, I've been shadow banned for the past 24 hours. I don't know how that happened because I was good for three days, and then two months before that, I was shadow banned. So you, if you type it in, it may not come up. So just warning people. <laughs> Uh, And then uh, Liberty Lockdown on YouTube, I'm also sitting on two strikes over there, Uh, so I haven't put any episodes up for a couple weeks, but hopefully I'll be up there soon. In the meantime, you can find me on Rumble. Uh, I think it's either Clint Russell or Liberty Lockdown. Uh, Sorry to cut you short, dude. I, I, I really like... I didn't expect there to be any fallout. <laughs> so yeah. so to wake up to being bombarded by people going like what is this? What, ah! I'm like, all right, I gotta I guess I'm gonna have to address some of this, which is gotta
2: crazy. go fight the fires. As always, yeah. put the armor on, you know.
1: Yeah, yeah. I'll uh <laughs> I'll be a soldier for God. And let's see let's see what happens. I it's just very frustrating because if you actually see the context of it, it's like I couldn't be more clear here. Why? <laughs> why is this happening? Because I nod during a, like one point of a conversation of two hours. Like that's enough. It's just there's. I, I mean, the, like, I think me it's be actually, clear.
2: I would personally slaughter a pedophile if <laughs> yes. given the opportunity with my bare hands.
1: <laughs> and and I'm saying this by the way to Eliza Blue, who at the time a year and a half ago I thought was you know the biggest advocate for children. You know, like so. So, my one framing would have thought
2: of this, until a few days ago, my friend, yes, just yeah, you never well, you just never know,
1: yeah. but like the framing of this was me being more aggressive, punishment wise towards these people <laughs> than the lady who is the biggest advocate on yeah, being yeah, the yeah. victims. you know, it's like, and yet, no, still not. But I'll say this before I get out of here. It's a good experience. I think everybody as they like escalate in this world, whatever this world is will ultimately experience something like this. So right. um, the fact that I'm getting it now, like I think that'll make me more equipped for whatever comes in the future. I, I'm like an optimist diehard. Like, <laughs> I always see the silver lining in everything. I genuinely believe that I didn't do anything wrong, and if I'm going to get dragged for something, like, cool, make it this. I, like, I'll fight back on this. This is great. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> so, it's way less embarrassing
2: than actually just getting something dead wrong. You know, <laughs> I mean, right. like, would like, you like actually uh, have you know, to apologize?
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Or lockdowns. Yeah. I, I mean, to...
2: if somebody digs up a video of, of the show and you're like, no, actually like the Saudis, they should just keep killing people in Yemen. Uh, yeah. And it's like, okay, would be... right, maybe we have an issue here, man.
1: <laughs> no, that would be, uh, I would, I would gladly step down from my unofficial position here. <laughs> uh, no, dude, you're right. Yeah. I, and, you're not going to catch me on that because I don't say stupid shit like that. <laughs> <laughs> right. Everybody,
2: check out Liberty Lockdown. It's a great show. Everybody, if you can find him, follow Clint on Twitter. He's great. That's all I got for today. I'm Brady Leonard. I'll be back on Monday. No gimmicks.